You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Is it, Alan? Is it? I've been waiting all week for that yeehaw. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got an extra big pit crew this morning. We've got Steve on the end. Steve, say hi. Say hi. There you go. And we got Brian, Brian Max, the uh, the test pilot, of course. The, he'll drive it if it's got two pedals, but he prefers three. I, I like the three pedal cars. It's a good thing it's radio because this pink shirt is nice. I like that. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I took Short a picture shirts. and yes. I put it on my website today, uh, my Glen Allen page, because we did have a beach manual. That means a, a car with a burned out clutch. Uh, uh-huh. and, but it was funny because the guy came in and he says, let me see the clutch disc. And in fact, it still had meat on it. The problem was the release bearing had failed. Exactly. And that, that was the, uh, the Toyota 86. Yes. It was a lovely little sports car. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I've, uh, I've got the brand new one, the, the 2022. It's all new and uh, still a lovely three-pedal car. Question. How much of that is Toyota and how much of that is actually Subaru? It's a lot of Subaru. Okay. So it's a Subaru engine now. Right. It's a Boxster-style engine. Yeah. So it's a flat four. Yeah. Used to be a two-liter. So Mm -hmm. the one you were working on was a two-liter. They're now 2.4. Okay. uh, A lot more torque. Yeah. And a little bit more refinement, but not a lot. So it's still kind of that raw, little affordable sports car. It is amazing, though, the amount of uh, uh, fuel economy and power they get out of these little engines. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm getting uh, under 10 liters per 100 kilometers, and that's me driving. Wow. You know, and I, I love using the throttle. All right, we'll get to that after the break. But uh, who's coming up? We've got Andy Capitacacas from Lease Busters, who's going to be with us on the phone, talking about uh, taking over cars and... Um no, not how they've been doing it lately with guns. Uh, no. You actually uh, you take over their lease, I should the, the say. The legal way. Yeah, no carjackings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we should ask Andy about that. Never <laughs> no, you won't, please. <laughs> okay, we've got uh, Gerard Roy, actually, um, a new, new to Dave's Corner Garage, of course, but he's representing Lubrico, who has been the leader in uh, extended warranties for many, many years. Yeah, for, for used cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's something you really don't think about, you know. You, get a used, you buy a used car. And it's like uh, warranty, it goes out. So mm-hmm. he's got some interesting stuff to talk about. Exactly, because, you know, you get a new car. Of course, there's a new car warranty. You get a used car, you get eh. That's right. You get what, squat. Ola. What does eh? No, do I, I'm not going to ask what <laughs> eh <laughs> means. Well, that, that means sometimes it gets expensive. It means beep, censored uh, out. How about yet? That that would be like yet, uh, yet, so yet, be yet. No. Uh, and, of course, Norris McDonald is with us, and um, he's got so much to talk about. This is a huge weekend down in the States. It's Memorial Day. And there's like no less than three huge races of the year going on. And uh, 
We're going to find out what his take, and, and, and Brian's got some great questions about the Indy 500, and uh, to find out who the faves are and where you should put the money in Las Vegas. Yeah, you can you can actually bet on these uh, races now. It's amazing. On the Canadian sites, can you bet on this stuff now? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they've rolled that out yet, but as, okay. as you know, because uh, you know Canadians are not that excited about motor racing in general, but uh, at least on the uh, the betting sites in Vegas, you certainly can. And you watch like any of the hockey games now. Uh-huh. If there's every other commercial on the TV is like every different kind of betting website That's right and like people are like they're betting during the game how many guys will be on the ice at one goal you know <laughs> wow. how many gatorades they're gonna be drinking in a day anyway that's all yours guys actually i saw that on one of those uh not dr ruth what's the uh, you know the judges um judge henry yeah 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 and they were <laughs> and they were suing each other because that something changed maybe i should have thought about it before i brought it up yeah. anyways this is they scored a garage and Brian and I will be back with some more exciting topics. Uh, as, for example, who picks your clothes, Brian? I do. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> this is Stage Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And, you know, we're always back with information. And, and, and information is important when it comes to piloting a motor vehicle. Um, because, you know, technology is changing so fast. And, of course, the assumption is is that, you know, everything around us is computer controlled. Um but when it comes to a motor vehicle, things, they don't just change overnight. And what I'm finding is that people assume that the car, more on the mechanical side, for example, it's like, what do you mean to go to check the oil? Uh, everybody assumes that there's an automatic, uh, you know, um, system or app that looks at everything on the car and can practically drive the car for you. Uh, you know, Brian, we, we, we had a luncheon date today and Brian had this beautiful electric BMW mm-hmm. that I'm sure does everything. It kind of does everything, and but, it's, it's a lovely, a lovely car. Except that you, you told me, you mm-hmm. see, because I, I know with certain things in a car, like if, if you, they default to being on. So in other words, if you don't want something to happen, you have to turn it off. Yes. But you found just the opposite in this car. Yeah, this this BMW, is, it's the third or fourth time I've driven something like this. And we often talk about, on the show, we talk about adaptive cruise control and lane keep assist and, and how the car can, you know, kind of keep it, you know, safely in traffic. Right. But these are, you know, the car does not drive itself. Mm-hmm. This particular BMW, as with a lot of them in the range, has another feature that takes it just a little bit further forward into, you know, more self-driving. I don't want to call it that because it doesn't really do that. Right. It does that in certain conditions up to a certain speed. So it's got a, a driving assistant in rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. And what it does is up to 60 kilometers an hour, it will basically drive itself where you're hands-free, feet-free, and uh, as long as you're stuck in traffic, it will uh, it will kind of drive itself. So, uh, it, so I've... So I guess once you've gotten to a certain speed, it says, okay, you better take back over? Exactly. And, and you know, BMWs are driver's cars, so they do that in a couple of different ways. So they display something on the instrument cluster. But what BMW does with these cars that have this advanced driver assist technology is they've got lights on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. on the spokes. Right. So they either go green or yellow. So the yellow is kind of your warning to pay attention. Yes. And green is when the system's activated. You see, and I find that confusing because if I saw it green, I would think that everything is good to go and it's done it by itself. But but that's not the case. And, and in this case, the the even though the technology is built into the car, it right. doesn't automatically switch into that mode. So you actually have to press the what is effectively the one of the cru- the cruise control buttons to get it to drive in that you know sort of traffic jam assist mode. So it's like our old pal Dave used to say, RTFM. I mean. 
Well, exactly, and, and you know, I never, I never do that. No, and and the first time I experienced this in a BMW was a little over a year ago in Southern California traffic. Mm-hmm. Same kind of BMW had this exactly the same system, and it asked me, "Well, do you want to do you want to go in traffic jam assist mode?" And I'm like, "Well, how do I do that?" Right. And it wasn't obvious, so that was a RTFM moment for well, you me. You couldn't say yes, just yell it out loud. No, no, you, you know, you'd think <laughs> you know the, the car should ask me, but right. no, it it doesn't. So I had to find the right button, and now of course I'm very comfortable. So the other day I got stuck in. In traffic and let the car drive itself. But uh, once once you go past sixty kilometers an hour, you got to take over again. I think the other issue too is in in the naming of these things. Um, yeah, it, it's almost like they're telling you that yes, this is Auto Cruise or whatever, and 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 a GM one is is it's called Super Cruise, right? And and so your assumption is is that uh, if I don't want soup, I can cruise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Jing. Steve, you're paying attention here. I see you're videotaping us. I think we're live on Facebook. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so yeah. So I would, and Tesla's having a huge problem. All of a sudden, where their cars are crashing. Yes. And and where's the driver? Well, you know, it's it's uh, with Tesla, it's it's an interesting approach to try to make these cars drive themselves, and and it doesn't help that, that what do they what do they call this? What, what full self driving yes. in Tesla speak? They call it full self driving. Well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely the car does not drive itself under any conditions. The driver is still responsible for the car. So even though you might be able to go hands free and that sort of thing, you have to pay attention. And where Tesla lacks is they don't have any driver monitoring. Whereas GM with their Super Cruise and Ford, I think it's called Blue Cruise and Ford Land, they have driver monitoring uh, systems. So I think you know what I, I I understand, and that should be totally necessary because mm-hmm. what I felt was part of the problem with the automatic system is that it leads to your own complacency, and, and mm-hmm. your your assumption is well, uh, the the car is so smart, I don't have to worry, so I'm going to practically just sort of. Take a break and 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 sit back. But it, it, yeah, that's it's easy to do. And most of these systems, they know if you are hands free. They've got a torque sensor on the steering column, mm-hmm. and they know that your hands are not on the steering wheel. Right, and some of them have that sensor to look at your eye. Yes, so it knows. What? Mm-hmm. It's looking at your eyeballs. Yeah, the, the the GM system absolutely looks for your eyes, and as I discovered, if you if you wear polarized sunglasses, it can't see through them, so the system shuts down. Right, and and or or after two bloodshot, it's going. Stevie, you can't be uh, driving right now. Yeah, cut okay? off the cut out the wine, Steve. Yeah, or the left handers, or whatever you're doing at this time of day. <laughs> They're legal now, you know, and uh, people <laughs> think you can get away with it, but no, 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 no. no. So yeah, I so I think it's important that when you get into a car. Don't assume that it has these safety features because it, it may not. Mm-hmm. So don't set the cruise control and think I don't have to pay attention because you could be right up someone's arse in no time at all. Mm-hmm. And you know we're really at a point now where, where uh, this kind of technology is available in most cars, even in small cars. Like Kias and Hyundais are fully equipped cars, even in the mid-range. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top Civics have this technology. I'm sure the Corolla does as well. The Mazdas do. So you really have to understand how this works before you use it. Right. And, and don't assume that the blind spot monitor actually can see everything mm-hmm. because I know somebody had an accident <laughs> because, well, the light didn't go off, okay? Well, you still got to look. Mm-hmm. They still come with mirrors. Yes. You can still turn your head. Yeah. And and I think it's imperative that you do that. It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, But listen, I just came through a thing where I, I had a pinched nerve in my neck, and 
I really appreciated the rear view camera, I tell you. Yes, aren't they great? Because it was difficult. And but but then again, sometimes they don't beep. It's just a picture. Mm-hmm. They're leaving it up to you to actually watch the camera. That's right. All right, we gotta jump. We gotta take a break now. And after the break, we're gonna have Andy Capitacakis from Lease Busters to find out how you can uh, get yourself a car legally. Not just like, you know, hey, no. you give me the keys. Very legally. All right. Very legally. Dave's going to garage. We'll be right back. Good morning, everybody. We are back, of course, and uh, this is um, we've got this is Dave's Corner Garage. Dave's Corner Garage. Yeah, I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed. I got Brian in his lovely pink shirt. Oh, leave him alone. This shirt should shirt. wake you up. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's pastel you want color. Hug him or what? Steve my... is wearing his pastel blue, and I'm in my basic black. Uh, you may not have realized this is a fashion show. Andy, Andy Capitacacus, can I ask what are you wearing? Morning. What are you wearing? Uh, shorts and a uh, long sleeve shirt. Long sleeve. I heard you're like a biker kind of guy. Uh, I I tend to ride my motorcycle. Yes, sir. So you have a muscle shirt? Uh, no, 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 no. When I'm on the road, always I uh, I gear up to be safe. You need protection, absolutely. I have a friend. Uh, actually, I have a friend who's uh, a big biker guy, and and he's got airbags built into his jacket. Eh? Wow. Wow. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. It's apparently not new technology, but uh, all of a sudden, I guess if if it sees you launch. Which we want never to happen. No, that's bad. Uh, you look like the Michelin Man. It pulls it, the string and and you blow up. Yeah, wild. What kind of coffee did you have this morning? It's real. Anyways, Andy, cars are yes, back. Sir. They're they're in and out, and that means they're on your website. Correct. That is correct. Yes. All right. So if people want to find something, and uh, you know, people are in the market. As a matter of fact, for people who are finding it difficult to find new cars, we can go to leasebusters.com and find a great car to take over. Right. Absolutely. We have a great selection, actually. We're uh, still one of the main websites that has a lot of inventory for clients trying to get into vehicles mm-hmm. and clients getting out of vehicles, actually. Well, even, oh, so, oh, well, of course, you've got to be able to get out to have something to put up there. Yeah, which is, which is what I did. So uh, a few years ago, uh, my, uh, my mother passed away, so we had to, um, she had, happened to have a lease car at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, put it on lease busters, and it was it was trouble free. The the first gentleman who reached out wanted exactly that car, and it was uh, it was pain free and trouble free, and he had a good car. Yeah, Andy, and uh, if, if people want, let's say let's say someone's out there and has to get a, rid of a vehicle. I mean, and I'm going to get to that actually in a second on the mechanical side. But but hey, you know what? Uh, we're working from home. We don't need two cars anymore. Um, they want to get rid of one. How do they do it? They just call us. At the office at triple eight three five seven two six seven eight, or go right to our website, leasebusters.com, mm-hmm. and just uh, contact us through that. And then one of our representatives, because we're live, of course, we'll call them right back and assess the lease with them and uh, assess their situation with them, why they're getting out, the time frame there they need to to get out. There's many different reasons when we assess a lease package for clients, why they need to get out or why they need to get into something as well. Because we have started a new service for the last probably six months now Mm -hmm. where we have a concierge package. And what that does is we do everything for the client. We take the calls. We set up the appointments. We, of course, vet the clients that are coming in to take over their vehicles. Because now you don't know who's coming to your house and you don't want that. Right, exactly. And I, I love that kind of service, Andy. I think that is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, we, we try to please, especially make sure that our clients are well taken care of and we do right by them. Because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there that still think, you know, we're pre-COVID times where, you know, maybe vehicles are are still not worth what they were, but vehicles are worth a lot of money today. And, you know, you have to treat your clients right to make sure that they get the most out of their vehicles as well. All right, speaking of COVID and, and, and you know, what we're seeing, you know, the, the COVID rust situation, a lot of that doing tons of brakes, tons of batteries. Um, now, it's important that when, when you're doing a lease takeover that you, as the prospective leaseor or takeover person, get the car inspected yourself, correct? Buyer beware. I always tell the clients that are getting into vehicles, buyers beware. you got to make sure that the vehicle you're taking is exactly what it is that it's showing. And, you know, it's amazing you said that, the COVID, the rust, the brakes and that. I've had clients that come in to get out of their leases, and they have ultra-low kilometers on their vehicles. I'm talking about two, three-year-old vehicles that have anywhere from eight to 10 to 12,000. Actually, I just had a Mercedes-Benz C-Class with 1,400 kilometers, and it was a 2019. Well, sounds great. Uh, Thank you very much for taking the time, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate being on the show today. No worries. Leasebusters.com or one 357 2678 And the concierge service. That I, sounds... That is, that is totally... If, if that existed, when I had to get rid of that car, I would have used the concierge service for sure. There you go. we got to run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with Gerard Roy of Lubrico right after this break. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. No fooling around. We got lots to get accomplished today. We got Gerard Roy on the phone. He's from Lupico. How are you, Gerard? I'm fantastic. How are you, gentlemen? Excellent, excellent, excellent. You know, we're always talking about new cars and how there's not a whole lot. People buy used cars. They need protection. You've got it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's amazing. People don't think about used car warranties. They think about new cars, and people will not buy a new vehicle without a warranty, and it's amazing how many people would consider buying a used car without a warranty. So it's a, it, it's a very important factor when buying a used car. Now, Gerard, you guys have been in business for a while, and I've seen the, I've seen the Lubrico name in motor racing for years, but um, I've never really done uh, any, any kind of business with you guys. I, I, I tend to buy used cars and, and that sort of thing, but I've never put a warranty on them. But you guys have been in business for quite a while, right? Yeah, we've been in business for over 44 years now. Um, our previous owner, the founder, was Terry Fletcher, and uh, I just love his story. He, um, 44 years ago, he started the business from the from the trunk of his car. So he would go dealership to dealership and talk about the value of warranties, and that was really a differentiator in the marketplace. So he would go uh, dealer to dealer and. Not only be the salesman, but also the claims adjuster. Also, the claims adjuster, where if there was a problem with the powertrain or the engine, they would give him a call, and his pager would go off, and he would go into the phone booth and make the calls and make sure the claims were uh, looked after. So it's such a great story. That is that is wild. I can't imagine doing business like that in the seventies. Now, you guys have uh, what over a million customers. Yeah, o- over the years, we've been in mm-hmm. business for 44 years, and we, we, we have over a million customers. We, we've, uh, you know, over the time, we've dealt with over 7,000 uh, dealers and repair facilities. So, uh, yeah, we've been around the block, and 
we we are the most trusted and most respected warranty company in Canada. Question: um, You buy the warranty. Is there just one kind of warranty? In other words, is is there one that's specifically for powertrain? Is there a, a more enhanced one for the whole vehicle? What what are the options there? Yeah, it, that's a really good question because. There are so many warranties out there. You've got the OEM warranties. When you buy a new vehicle, you know, you've got the bumper, the bumper warranties. And as the vehicles start to age, um, you want to be careful with the types of warranties that you, that you buy. So is it just a powertrain? Is there a suspension? Is there a tech package, right? Mm-hmm. Most, you know, especially some of the listeners on your radio show may be pretty comfortable on fixing the engine or whatever it may be, but they don't want anything to do with the tech pack um, or the electronics. So they want to make sure that that part of the vehicle is covered. Um, also, how many months, how many years is that warranty in effect for? How many kilometers, um, how many kilometers will it last? Uh, all all kinds of different things to consider when buying a warranty. Does that actually limit the uh, the warranty? Is there a mileage cap or not necessarily? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So again, there, there's all kinds. Uh, how many kilometers it, it drives? So it, it really depends on how much money do you want to purchase. You you want to pay for for that warranty, okay. as well as the limit of liability. Um, there are some warranties that could be as little as $1,500 that the max cap is, and you can buy uh, other ones that are unlimited. So it just really depends on how much do you want to pay for it and how much coverage do you want for that warranty package. I understand. Yeah, I had a pet insurance like that where they said, well, you only bought 80%. I said, well... Uh, you know, well, it was less money. <laughs> so, so you get what you pay for. So, uh, yeah, I, I understand exactly. So, But the person knows up front what they're buying and, and what protection they're going to get. Is there any onus on the, on the actual car owner or now the insurance policy owner in terms of how he has to maintain his vehicle? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think, first of all, I think it's very, very important for the consumer to know what they're paying for. Mm -hmm. So don't just go in blindly and and purchase a warranty. What kind of vehicle do you have? What makes sense for the type of warranty that that you're purchasing? Um, If if you've got a a $50,000 used car, you don't want a a $500 warranty to go with it that doesn't cover anything. There's a lot more to to consider. Mm -hmm. And and vice versa, you you don't want a $10,000 vehicle and then spend $2,000 $2,000 on a warranty. That may not make a whole lot of sense. But when it comes to maintenance um, and ensuring that warranty remains valid, it's it's very important that they look at what is required, what is my part in this to ensure that that warranty remains valid. So, you know, a very simple thing would be just ensuring the maintenance is looked after, you know, make sure that you know, what are the terms of that policy? So I have to do my oil change. How often is it from the, you know, the, the BMW manufacturer warranty or the Toyota, whatever vehicle you purchase, or does that specific warranty company have their parameters? Because you're not, that vehicle's not new anymore. So the longer you have that vehicle, um, the more risk there is, and there could be more maintenance required for it. So uh, that is a very important factor, especially doing your old changes and, and things along those lines. Uh, I've also heard, too, in terms of keeping receipts, it's also important because, you know, a lot of times people buy a used car, you know, they could be a do-it-yourselfer um, and not necessarily have, you know, kept the bills for it. 
Yeah, that's a very good point. So I think it's important that you do keep your receipts and make sure that you can prove that you've done those types of things. Mm -hmm. I know for us, you know, we have a simple online process where as soon as you've done the oil change, enter it into the system. So as soon as you um, you have a problem with your vehicle, we can take a look in the system and it's a no-hassle claims process. That was my next question, Gerard. If somebody has a claim, how does that process work? Yeah, well, for us, the first thing that we would always ask for is please call into um, our claims department because we want to make sure that what is the problem with the vehicle. We want to make sure that you go to the right garage in order to get that problem fixed. So if call in, we will guide you to what would be the best um, garage to to fix that particular problem. And then as soon as that happens, the, the garages would give us a call and they will say, this is the problem with the vehicle. And um, the great thing that I'm very proud of with our company is our, all our people are very empowered. Uh, we get the phone call and if it's covered, it's covered. We're not looking for any excuses not to pay for it. We just want to, if it's covered, let's, it's very important for time. Garages don't want that vehicle sitting on the hoist, and neither does the customer. So we want to approve that claim as, as soon as humanly possible, and uh, let's get that vehicle fixed. And we will we will pay for the um, any any portion that's covered for that warranty. Uh, question: uh, Let's say if uh, you know people are doing a lot of road trips now, for example, um, you know I'm halfway to Vancouver and um, car breaks down. Uh, what, and I wasn't planning, and I, I you know, hadn't been in Oshkosh before, and I haven't got a hotel reservation. Um, is there uh, a way that that the, your people can get coverage for that as well? Yeah, absolutely. So, so we we have coverage for those types of things. We have car rentals. We have uh, um, trip disruptions. So we will we we will pay we will pay for those um, inconveniences where. You know, the last thing you want to do is go on a trip and you have a problem and you have all these unexpected expenses. So we'll help cover. Um, we'll help. We'll help cover those expenses. That's great. I, I, do you ever run into a situation where you don't have a local repair facility, and, and what happens no. at that point? Yeah, another great question. And at the end of the day, we have to make sure that our customers are are looked after. They could they could be in the United States, um, wherever they may be. So if they happen to be in the U.S. and we're a we're a Canadian company, mm-hmm. we just have you know have the garage call us. The garage will call us, and we will we will pay for that claim via you know just we'll make sure that it's covered. We'll pay via visa, and then it's it's not the customer's problem for that. So they can go anywhere, and uh, it doesn't matter where they're at. Their vehicle is still covered, no matter where they are in North in in, in the world. In fact. And Gerard, if you don't use your warranty and don't have a claim, you've got a don't use it, won't lose it guarantee. Can you explain that? Yeah. One of the big fears that consumers have is, you know, I'm going to buy a warranty, but what if I don't use it? Well, we have a no claims, um, no no problem warranty. So after the end, if you buy a two-year warranty or greater, and if you don't use that warranty, we will double it up for only $149. And you will get the same warranty that you previously had if you don't use it. So it's really a no-brainer because as the car ages, it's not if the vehicle will break down, it's when. And it's so nice to have that peace of mind that even if you don't use it, you can double up that warranty at simply $149. And um, our listeners drive all kinds of cars, and you pretty much insure them all, correct? Yeah, that's right. Any year, any make, any model, uh, we've got you covered. All right, how do we get in touch with you? 
Um, Lubrico.com would probably be the best bet. Mm -hmm. Um, We do sell our warranties directly to the dealers. Our dealers do a great job. Um, So any of our certified dealers, um, you would just go to them, make sure they have a, they support Lubrico warranty, or they can get, they can give us a call directly at 1-800-668-3331. And we will direct them to a dealership that supports Lubrica warranty. Super. Like our friends from Omvix say, buy from a registered dealer. That's the way you're going to get protection. You can buy your Lubrica warranty there. All's good. Uh, thank you very much, Gerard, for taking the time. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. You're very Peace welcome. Of mind. Peace of mind feels good. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got Norris McDonald up after the break. He's going to give us his peace of mind, guaranteed. We're going to talk some racing. Racing. Yes. It's fast, like the time goes around here. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max with Alan Gelman, mechanic extraordinaire. Thank you very much. And uh, one thing we've got to let you know about, we've got a new website coming up very, very soon, davescornergarage.com. be renewed and refreshed and uh, in June we've got a cool contest where uh, lots of people can win some uh, gas gift cards so watch out for that and on the air with us we've got my old pal Norris McDonald. Norris how are you? Brian I'm great how are you? I'm fantastic so I just saw this on Facebook and completely forgot there's something going on with the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame today is that right? Well yeah as a matter of fact uh, the annual induction which is not annual because of COVID, this is about uh, three classes of inductees going in at once, so it's going to be a little crowded on that stage. Oh, it's going to be busy then, for sure. But I'll tell you, it's uh, it's going to be a wonderful evening because some great uh, builders, drivers, mechanics, uh, crew members are going to be honored uh, by being inducted. Everybody from Miles Brandt, who is the president of Mostport, to uh, uh, 90-year-old Jim Bray, who was the second Canadian to race in the Daytona 500. He's going to be there. And, Brian, I know that you're a big fan of the Motorsport Hall of Fame, as is Alan. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a ticket, you can't go. They're sold out. There isn't a place to get uh, anybody else in, even if they uh, put some chairs out in the lobby. It's going to be held at the uh, Glenn Gould uh, Theater at the uh, CBC building down on Front Street. But uh, they're full up, which is, which is good in one way and not so good in another because they should have rented a bigger hall. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they doing anything online? Are they broadcasting that online at all? I think it's online, but I do not, please do not quote me on that. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's always taped. Or recorded in these days, and uh, will be on the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame website within a day or two. Well, it's great that they're doing, they're celebrating so many other people that were, which are involved in racing. You know, it's, usually it's the driver that gets all the applause. You know, but but it, it, it's a team effort. It really is from the people that run the track to to you know all the support workers, and uh, and it's good mm-hmm. that they're celebrating that. Big weekend coming up. Well, I was going to say, Alan, tomorrow is the Everybody says, you know, Christmas is the greatest day of the year. (laughs) Your birthday is the greatest day of the year. You find me a day where you do not have a Grand Prix, particularly the most glamorous of all in Monaco, Mm -hmm. the Indianapolis 500, which is the world's greatest race, and the World 600, 
to kind of end off the day. If you sat down in front of your television set at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning and just stayed there by about 10.30 or 11 o'clock tomorrow night, you'd be exhausted just by watching all this stuff. But anyway, it will be a wonderful day. And, you know, I wanted to bring something up about Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, a surprising number of people are suggesting that this race this year could be won by a former NASCAR champion, an eight-time NASCAR champion, uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, who has switched to IndyCars uh, the last two years. This is his first Indy 500. But the thinking goes that in order to win this race, yes, there's a lot of luck, and you've got to be fast. But you also have to have a steel mind uh, to get yourself through all 500 miles without making a mistake. And Johnson, over the years, has driven many 500-mile races, 600-mile races, 400-mile races. He has done more lengthy races than anybody else in this field. And that might be the difference, according to some of the people I talked to. Well, I don't know if Brian agrees with that, though. But, I what? mean, Jimmy, I would love to see Jimmy win because I was a NASCAR fan, or I'm a NASCAR fan. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Jimmy to begin with. I mean, to, to, to do what he's done in NASCAR and, you know, basically to spend the last two years in IndyCar sort of getting up to speed. There's no question he's got the car control now. He's got the mindset. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's a tough field this year. There's several winners. Uh, Helio's back for either a fifth or a fourth win, depending on how you how you score if that. You're talking to Paul Tracy. <laughs> it would be Elio's fourth, and if you talk to Elio, he's going for his fifth. <laughs> That's right. And and then in qual in qualifying, Scott Dixon just put on a master class. He's crazy. I'm convinced <laughs> that he's he had to go out uh, with with uh, uh, in a blaze of glory. I'm convinced he's going to retire. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's dropping down the line as far as Chip Ganassi racers are concerned. I mean, they got quite a stable there. Yeah, they sure and, do. And uh, I think that, uh, uh, and, and Dixon has not enjoyed his time in the States. He's been robbed at gunpoint while going through a drive through A Taco Bell drive through Yes, if you can believe that. And and for the last year, and this is this is a secret, but... I'm going to tell you today, his wife and children have been living in England with the exception of something as important as Indy, mm-hmm. and he flies them over. But otherwise, uh, he's, he, he, he was a committed North American resident, and now I just don't think he wants to stay here anymore. That's I, that's something I didn't know. I know he's, he's good mates with Dario Franchitti, obviously, mm-hmm. and Dario doesn't live in the States either. Right. And, and, you know, the thing is that it, if you're brought up, brought up in an environment where you don't have to worry about somebody sticking a gun in your nose, um, you know, you, 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 you tend to want to stay in a place that's safer than a place where you've got to constantly have uh, looking over your shoulder to make sure nobody's gaining on you. Well, it just happened here in Toronto with the Toronto Maple Leaf um Player yeah, Marner and No, no, trust me, it can happen anywhere. But I think the 
chances of somebody actually pulling the trigger uh, are greater in a place like, and I love Indianapolis, but, the, you know, the thing is, it's a rough town. Well, speaking and, about the race, Norris, who who do you have for who do you have for a favorite? I personally, uh, I want to see Johnson win. Okay. I really do, mm-hmm. and and uh, I think that Dixon will be up there. I mean, you know, he was doing well last year, and uh, they tried to squeeze one more lap out of him yep. as far as fuel, and he ran out of fuel, and that kind of put him right out of contention right there. So I think you got to watch him because I think a lesson learned there. And uh, I, I think it's going to be one hell of an interesting race. They had they had a carburation day, as they called it. them run a carbur- carburetor at Indianapolis for about 100 years. You know, they had me fooled. I saw that. Sorry, Norris, we got to run. I said, carburetors? They don't run carburetors in cars. I think they're car- talking about carbohydrates now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, listen, you guys, enjoy yourself, and it's a pleasure talking to you. You too, man. Glad to hear everything as well, and uh, we'll get you back on real soon. Have a okay. great weekend. Take care. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, got to take a break, and Brian and I will be back to uh, with some closing topics right after the break. Well, you know, I was going to sing it, but the consensus here was, Al, we've heard you sing, so I, I'm not going to, but I want to wish my pal, <laughs> Phil Edmonston, for those who don't know the name, he's Mr. Lemonade. He's uh, Canada's consumer advocate, the guy who wrote the Lemonade books for many, many years to, to, to bring to attention, you know, which cars were good ones to buy and which ones were to avoid altogether. Mm-hmm. And um, how, uh, he's living down in Panama now, and I want to, again, if he's listening, happy birthday, Phil, right? Absolutely. Why don't you just send him one of those one, two, three greetings things? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cheap enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just a reminder, we've got a new Dave's Corner Garage website coming very, very soon. And in uh, the month of June, every week we're giving away a $250 gas gift card. So we'll have the uh, the entry form up on the Dave's Corner Garage website very soon. We'll uh, we'll let you know next week how to do that. So $250, on a, let's see, I fill up with my Honda. Yeah. And uh, it's about eighty dollars now, mm-hmm. so that's going to give you almost almost a month. You know what I stopped. What are you today? smirking about? You're well, because I put shirt. in gas today, and I and 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 I it got to sixty bucks, and I went, hang on, my yes. little Honda doesn't, you know. And I said, well, it's too cold. I think I got enough uh, because, of course, I waited to today because it went up, and it should have bought yesterday, but I was too lazy, and I'm not happy with the <clears throat> stations where I've been going to because. You know, some of them oh, are they, switching you have over. Bad luck there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either they don't like your speed pass, or yes. or they don't like your points card. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't like the guy who sits in the kiosk because they don't get out of the chair for nothing, eh? <laughs> you want to buy a lottery ticket? You want to buy some gum? You want to buy a pop? You want to buy water? No, I want to pay for my bloody gas. <laughs> yeah, I. In fact, I left yesterday. I said, you know what? You know what? My money. I'm out of here, and I waved. And I, I'm sure he didn't know what the heck was going on. Oh boy. Uh, the the gas prices are interesting, especially for for me because I tend to drive all these high performance cars. Is and there a sticker that says "Don't bring it back empty" on your cars? Oh, that's part of the agreement. And okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, what happens more often than not, my colleagues will know this: mm-hmm. if it doesn't say "premium required," 
then you know the automotive journalist is putting in a regular in the car. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I've been on the receiving end of some some bad gas and high performance cars several times. <laughs> but I, I always make sure that the right gas goes in. But I, you know, for me, I tend to drive these things a lot more than I would normally. Mm-hmm. So my my fuel costs are ridiculous. I mean, it's cra- I mean, as I would always reference in the old days. But yeah. you remember when the old days when it was it just started off as self serve? You go, wow, this is great. I'm going to save money. Now you get like. I'm getting hosed. And diesel, like, what, it's about buck ninety-five for regular now, and diesel's yep. around two twenty. Yep. So we go up north sometimes and hit on our friend's cottage. Oh, no, we're invited. Uh, just near Perry Sound, and there's a native Canadian gas station uh-huh. where they're lined up. And today it's eighty. So if you're heading up to Perry Sound, get the gas there. Well, be, but do you want to wait half an hour in line? I don't. Oh, you can save $3 and get yourself a donut. Uh, but, but yeah, but you can get cheap cigarettes and, and pot, too. They, you know, they, wait, oh, yeah, minute. that's right. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. They sell it all. Yeah, well, don't don't uh, smoke weed and drive. No, of course not. Um, how do you know that that your fellow automotive journalists put regular gas in? Uh, the car drives badly. You do notice oh, it, a- eh? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have enough experience, you know, having tested whatever thousands of cars now. Mm-hmm. I know how they should behave. Right. And, uh, and, and you know, you've driven, I've driven some of these motors before in other cars, so I know how they're supposed to work and how they're supposed to feel. And in some cases, it's it's really bad. I drove a, a Mustang GT350 several years ago. Mm-hmm. The owner's manual says 91 minimum. Right. The gentleman before me put 87 in it. Right. And it knocked the entire time. So I soft-pedaled the car, went on an extra long drive. To get rid of it. To get rid of it. Because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. either that or they had to drop the tank and drain it. Mm. So I drove it, you know, uh, I don't know if I went to Niagara and back or something, and finally got it empty enough, put some 94 octane in it, and it woke up the car. You know what's happening is some some of the gas stations now is that you pull up and there's they have it registered as a dollar ninety five for regular. Mm-hmm. You pull up, unleaded is the regular is sold out. Yes, and they nail you for premium. Oh really? And oh. you have to do it, yeah. Because usually if you pull up and there's no price on the kiosk, mm-hmm. it means they're out of gas. But I had that happen last week as I pulled in and went, okay, so I'm now I'm gone from a dollar ninety five to two ten. Right. I like the Doug. I like in the old days when gas stations if they ran out a regular, they you'd get premium for the same price. I've or they came that. out and yeah. they came out and put the hose in. Mm-hmm. And, and checked your oil. There. Yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't assume the car knew that you had no oil until it, the idiot light came on because you're an idiot. That's why they call it idiot lights. Did you know that? So are you, is there a picture up on all these gas stations with your face on it? <laughs> Watch this guy, he's coming in. Oh, no. Don't let my gas. There could very well be. I mean, I, I thought, you know, especially when I waved to the guy, I'm, I, I'm thinking he, he thought that I bought gas and left, eh? And, but it does say, now, I've never been one to ask for a receipt. I said, I don't need a receipt, um, but apparently you, you should now. Yes. Um, because if a camera does ding you because they think that you were one of those bad guys, you better be able to prove that you paid, eh? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and it's and it's a big thing now. All right, we've got to thank yeah. our guest, Andy Capitacacas from Lease Busters, leasebusters.com. If you're looking to take over a car or get rid of a car, uh, you may have lost a friend or a family member and need to off their lease. You know, you can't just give it back, eh? No. I know people think they <laughs> no, can do that. No, it doesn't work that you way. You cannot do that. Yeah, and Lease Busters made it really easy for me, so i got to give them nowhere. props. Yeah. You know, like a couple months ago, the dealerships weren't having a lot of cars to give back. So uh, that's starting to improve a bit. And, uh, of course, Gerard Roy from Lubrico. You uh, want to say Gerard, don't you? Is Gerard? You want to say Gerard Roy, but he's not French. Oh, okay. It, it looks like a French name. If you want to be Roy. French, 
It can be French. Perfect. <laughs> and, of course, Norris McDonald, our friend, who will be watching three races tomorrow. His eyes will be so bloodshot at the end, I guess. I, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm going for two races tomorrow, but not all three. When he falls asleep, do they call him Snorris? Oh, we'll have to ask him. Uh, they would call me Snorris. So who are you picking? Sure. Who are you picking in the eighty? I want to see Jimmy because I'm a I'm a Jimmy fan. And you are Colton Herta. Okay, yep. I'm going for Leon McQuay. <laughs> Gotta run. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Drive safe. We'll see you next week. This has been Dave's Corner Garage. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.